Welcome to the Morning Mindset Season 2 with Nick Mirabello, Chief Inspiration Officer at MP. The Morning Mindset will send you off into your day with an extra boost of energy, optimism, and mental clarity. As we continue to navigate these uncharted waters amidst this global pandemic, it's vital to keep our thoughts and actions positive. Scientific studies have shown that 40% of our happiness and mood are controlled by our mindset and behavior. Each episode of The Morning Mindset will give you simple tips and strategies to harness your thoughts to create mental clarity, boost your confidence, and prevent emotional ruts. By clearing out your mental clutter and shifting your mindset, you can tap into your inner wisdom and discover the power of positivity. Additionally, in Season 2, Nick will be interviewing an array of thought leaders throughout our nation to see how they have thrived through the adversity of the pandemic. And here's our host, Nick Mirabello. Hello, this is Nick Mirabello, and welcome to The Morning Mindset. Talk to yourself like you would someone you love. Brene Brown. Let our hearts be stretched out in compassion towards others, for everyone is walking his or her own difficult path. Dieter F. Uchtdorf. Every experience is a stitch in the fabric of our character. Gary Clausing. Those three quotes by three people doing great work pursuing their passions, leading and inspiring others, But do you know what they all have in common? Those individuals also take care of themselves. They practice self-compassion. You've probably heard me say this before, but we must be more compassionate to ourselves first and then compassionate to others. Keep in mind, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you don't know about. We all have bumps along the road. In fact, detours we're forced to take, challenges we have to face, failures we have to overcome. Well, do you know how to bounce back from those mishaps and misfortunes? You lean in with empathy. Lean in with compassion and start to take a survey of what you can control and focus on the good. Keep your eyes and mind on the optimistic outcomes, not the what-ifs, and don't beat yourself up. Why make the challenge harder? Give yourself a fighting chance. Work on being cognizant when those negative thoughts and negative feelings, as psychologists would put it, stop by for a visit. Be aware, identify why you may feel that way and why you think those thoughts. See, when you know the root cause of it, it will be easier to see them on the way out. The obstacle will be easier to maneuver. The problem will be lighter to carry. You will increase your probability to a much smoother transition to shift your mindset to a more uplifting perspective. Self-care is not easy, but it's the most rewarding. I see this happen on a daily basis, whether it's a family member or a friend or a work colleague being too hard on themselves. Right then and there, I'll do what I can to help them see the good, and not to harp on the negativity. For it's Tony Robbins that passionately reminds us, where the focus goes, energy flows. Where the focus goes, energy flows. It's real. Do not waste your precious time living in the negative. Try the power of positivity and the abundance of optimism. Your positive thoughts will start to generate positive results. Don't be so hard on yourself. But at the end of the day, I can't do it for you. No one can. It starts with you. You have it within. And that's why it's called self-compassion. All right, let's dive into the science of it for a moment. Dr. Neff is a pioneer in the field of self-compassion research. In addition to writing numerous academic articles, she's the author of the book, Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself. She's also the co-founder and board president of the nonprofit Center for Mindful Self-Compassion. During her postdoctoral work, she decided to conduct research on self-compassion, a central construct in Buddhist psychology, and one that had not yet been examined analytically. So she knows what she's talking about. 
She reminds us, having compassion for oneself is really no different than having compassion for others. Think about what the experience of compassion feels like. If you take a deep breath for a moment, and you realize that suffering, failure, and imperfection is all part of this shared human experience. As I said at the top of this episode, lean in with empathy. Self-compassion involves acting the same way towards yourself when you're having a difficult time or failure or notice something that you don't like about yourself. Instead of just ignoring your pain with a stiff upper lip mentality, stop and tell yourself, all right, this is really difficult right now, but what can I control? How can I comfort and care for myself and others in this moment? That's leadership, owning it yourself. And how can I grow from this? What does my next step look like? If you go through this small series of questions inside your own mind, or in fact, maybe write them down, get it out of your head, you'll start to see a major difference in coping with that difficulty. It might be a small adjustment that makes you a little bit more healthier and happier. But this is done because you care about yourself, not because you're worthless or unacceptable as you are. Perhaps most importantly, having compassion for yourself means that you honor and accept your humanness, as Neff would say. Things will not always go the way you want them to. You will encounter frustrations, losses you occur, you will make mistakes, bump up against your limitations, fall short of your ideals. This is the human condition, a reality shared by all of us. The more you open your heart and your mind to this reality, instead of constantly fighting against it, the more you'll be able to feel compassion for yourself and at the same time, strengthen your capacity for empathy. And lastly, I want to share Dr. Neff's three pillars of self-compassion, and then in short, I'll summarize how I interpret them. One, self-kindness versus self-judgment. Two, common humanity versus isolation. And three, mindfulness versus over-identification. One, you'll never spend more time with someone in your life than you will with yourself. So you might as well start enjoying the company. Two, Self-compassion involves recognizing that suffering and personal inadequacy is part of the shared human experience, something that we all go through rather than being something that just happens to me alone. We're all in this together. And three, observe our negative thoughts and emotions with openness and clarity so that they are held in a mindful awareness. Experts say we cannot ignore our pain and feel compassion for it at the same time. At the same time, mindfulness requires that we not be over-identifying with thoughts and feelings so that we are caught up and swept away by negative anxiety. Try not to over-identify. Just be mindful, be aware, be present, and you'll be able to navigate your ideal outcome. Envision what you desire. It's a much healthier and productive way to spend your mind real estate. I hope you took something from what I just shared. It's an important topic, and I really want, hopefully, to resonate with all of you. Please know that self-compassion gives you the skills and coping methods to handle setbacks and failures. I want these podcast episodes to help you thrive through adversity. I'm passionate about this stuff. It fires me up inside. If I could shout out to everyone, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And if you want to listen, learn, and tune into what this all looks like in real life, well, wait for the next episode when I have a chance to sit down with a person of true positive light, the founder and owner of Affine Balance Wellness, an intuitive wellness coach. Her name is Anna Finkelstein. And if anyone has any trouble pronouncing her married name, she has no problem saying, like Frankenstein, Anna Finkelstein. But believe me, there's nothing scary about her. This woman breathes peacefulness, a super caring individual. She's community-driven, people-centric, heart-centered. Morning Mindset listeners, I think you'll enjoy our conversation on the importance of self-compassion 
And we also dive into how life's challenges don't happen to us, but they happen for us. She shares some nice insight and self-help tips that you can take for yourself, your teams, your family. You'll be able to hear that interview on the next episode. We're in this together. Thank you all for tuning in today. I hope you take some action steps with you. It's your life. You are the author. Keep writing your story. And I'll be here along the way to encourage you, to inspire you, and to let you know to always be confident and have compassion where you are right now. Let's treat ourselves like someone we love. It's now up to us to be the change we want to see in the world. We all have it in us. Your daily reminder, you're stronger than you think. Your brain is brighter than you may believe. Be mindful how you treat yourself. You and your own thoughts are more powerful than you know. Lean into that and soon you'll discover all the good that happens in you and around you. This is your morning mindset. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Morning Mindset. Do you have someone you'd like to be interviewed? Send an email to morningmindset at masspay.net or hit us up on social media at The Masspay Way. Enjoyed this episode and found it helpful? Please leave a five-star review so other people like you can find us. The Morning Mindset serves as your daily boost of inspiration and is powered by MP HR and Payroll Solutions. MP is a full-service HR and payroll provider. To learn more, go to masspaysolutions.com. Thanks for tuning in. The Morning Mindset. Harness your thoughts, take charge of your own well-being, and discover the power of positivity.